Good afternoon, everyone. LightningESL.com. I'm also available on Instagram at LightningESL.53. Story. Listen to your parents. My door is always open. You might have heard that phrase many, many times. That expression means your parents are always willing to listen. That's right. Most parents will give you the time of day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yes, they will answer almost any question you ask. Some might be embarrassing, some might not be. But your parents are there to help. Yeah, so-called labor of wisdom, labor of love. It's true, it's very, very true. Many, many times I've been asked by my child, this or that. My other child says this, I have three children. Of course, they ask questions different ways. I have two daughters and a son. And how my son asks me a question, of course, is different than my daughter's. You have to say to yourself, should I answer as a woman answers? Should I answer as a man answers? The bottom line is you have to be very neutral at the point. But sometimes tough love is not important. What does it mean by tough love? Well, that means being honest, direct. I recommend you should do this, do this. The key, I believe, is to have a choice. Give them a choice when you reply. If you do this, this will happen. If you do this, this will happen. Always give them a choice. You might say to yourself, is this the right way? Is this the wrong way? Based on your life experience. And if you don't know the answer, tell your child to give them an answer somehow. Ask this, ask this. Don't be afraid. That's the key. That's what communication is all about. It really is. So when your parents come up to a child, and the child says, Daddy, can you answer this? Or a girl comes up to their parents and says, Daddy, can you answer this? You're answering as a male's perspective. It is different than female. Of course it is. There's many delicate issues of female body and organism compared to male, of course. And you have to say to yourself as a parent, depending on the age of the child, maturity of the child, how do you answer that question? About love, about sex, about marriage, about a career, etc. There's a million questions a child says. Why is the sky blue? <laughs> Example. So you might say to yourself, when it comes to emotions, and a child might say, she's crying or he's crying his eyes out and they have their own way of not telling you. You know something is wrong. You don't have to say a word. It's their behavior you've noticed right away. And when they finally open to you, and they say, the reason I didn't want to talk is, or I acted this way because, and so on. Usually the parent understands the whole situation before the child says a word. It's very, very true. But many things you have to understand. A lot of parents do not like responding to this subject or that subject. How do you respond about this? How do you respond about that? Certain topics are out of bounds many times to a lot of parents, and they don't want to respond. I've been in that situation many times, believe it or not, when children come up to me from other parents, and because of their own parents, they couldn't get an answer. And I said, why are you asking me? You have your own parents. They won't answer me. I said, well, I can only give you my perspective, not your parents. I am not your parents. But I can give you my direct, honest answer. I believe this, or I believe that. It's very true. But even that, a lot of parents won't help other kids' parents. They won't. They really won't. I've seen that also. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. And the child is dumbfounded. He can't get a straight answer from an aunt or uncle. Can't get an answer from their own parents. So the kid's going, what do I do now? Go on the internet? Which is the worst mistake. So when your child says, Daddy, what can I do about this? You have to give them an answer. And the key is to focus on them, not what you're doing on the cell phone or internet. No. Focus on them. That's the number one response. They came up to you for a reason. 
They want your life experience, your wisdom, whatever. They came up to you for a reason. They trust you for an answer. They may not hear what you're saying, because sometimes truth hurts. That's what we call tough love. I believe this, I believe that. But if you give them, like I mentioned before, a choice, I believe this or that, they will listen. They really, really will. I've talked to many, many students couldn't get an answer from their parents. And they came up to me and they asked me, sir, my parents say this, what do you think? So the child in this case is trying to get a different opinion or a second opinion. And my opinion is mine. I'm not saying it's right all the time. Of course not. In the eyes of the students, they might say, or this child might say, Mr. Little, you're crazy. I don't understand what you're saying. You're totally wrong. That's fine. That's fine. The fact they reached out and asked, that's very satisfying. They want to communicate. They want answers. They still don't understand why, why, why. There's a million whys out there, isn't there? So when a child comes up to a parent and asks a certain question, be very, very concentrated on focusing what they're asking. They might ask you just with gestures and not talking. That's right. They might give you like sign language in a sense and not talk about this and talk about that. They feel ashamed. They feel embarrassed, whatever. It could be the big game they lost. A boy doesn't like them. A girl doesn't like them, whatever. It could be many, many things. It might be bullying at school, cyberbullying online, or feeling left out in a crowd, feeling left out at school. There's a billion reasons why a teacher hears this from a student or a student comes to their parents and asks them questions, of course. But remember, as a parent, your door is always open mentally, always. So when a child calls you or sends you an email in the middle of the day, or they're out of town and contact in the middle of the night, they're reaching out for a reason. Always, always respond. That's the key. Don't just hang up. Don't just say, don't bother me, I'm sleeping. They reached out for a reason. Yeah. That forms good communication between a child and a parent. That's what it's all about. You keep the open lines of communication forever and ever. The worst thing can happen is a child does something in their life and the parents disagree and all of a sudden there's no communication at all. I haven't spoken to this person or that person has spoken to their children months to years because of what happened. Remember, you have a child for life, that's right, mentally and sometimes with you physically. And you created that person and your behavior came from you into them. Remember that. They might like what they heard from you and saw from you, they might not like it, but they did learn from you a lot, hopefully a lot of good things and unfortunately some bad things. But when a child reaches out to you and asks a question, answer, that's the key, answer. No matter how bad the situation is, no how bad the, the things have happened in the past, this happened, therefore, this happened, therefore, this, and so on. It's like somebody changing this or changing that, and the parents disowns that person. They can't believe what happened. Just imagine how the child feels. I came from you, and this is how you treat me? I heard that so many times, so many times. But a student, has, student or a child has to say back to their parents, I can't believe you're treating me like this way. I thought I was your son, I thought I was your daughter. How can you do this? The parent might have their reasons, don't get me wrong. However, it's still your flesh and blood. That's the bottom line. You can't play God about things like this, you can't. But a parent has to respond, that's the bottom line. Has to respond, no excuses, no matter how painful mentally it is. You have to respond. Better respond and try than not try at all. It is so true, so true. I've seen so many times in the hockey world where a parent are screaming, yelling at their son or daughter to play better in a sport. 
And the child looks back at the parents saying, what's wrong with my parents? Why are they acting like crazy? They're nuts. And unfortunately, a lot of parents take this out on the kids. You should have done better, should have done better. And sometimes there's mental punishment, which is worse than physical punishment. But that's the extreme. In most cases, the parents realize after a while that the, the child basically shut off. In other words, not talking as much as they used to the parents. They might have nothing in common to talk about or whatever. The bottom line is communication is extremely important between a parent and child. From the time they're born to the time they leave and the time you die, not your child. That's right, communication is extremely important. Even if it's once a day to call, it's important, it means something. Always, always remember that. Communication is everything between parents and children. Everything is communication. I'm not talking about emails. I'm not talking about a fax. I'm talking about face-to-face -face contact. That's important. Always, always, always. Listen to your parents. Our door is always open. Thank you very much for your time. Bye-bye.